It's the Old Man Yells at Music Podcast. The show where a guy looks back at selected hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Also, some old musical TV shows, albums you may have forgotten or never even heard of, and more. Now, here's your host, the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello, and welcome to episode 97 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. Today, we're looking at the charts of March 1st, 1980. This was just a few days after the U.S. Olympic hockey team, mostly made up of college players, defeated the amateurs in name only from the USSR 4-3 in a monumental upset known as the Miracle on Ice. But what's forgotten is that they needed to win one more game to actually get the gold medal, which of course they did by beating Finland 4-2 two days later. Let's see what was going on in the culture beyond an ice rink in Lake Placid, New York. The most successful movie release of this month was Cole Miner's Daughter, a biopic of country music legend Loretta Lynn that won a Best Actress Oscar for Sissy Spacek. Another hit was Little Darlings, the teen summer camp comedy where Tatum O'Neill and Christy McNichol bet each other who will lose their virginity first. Also out this month was The Changeling, where George C. Scott finds out that the mansion he's renting is haunted by the ghost of a murdered six-year-old boy. Little Miss Marker, a remake of a 1934 Shirley Temple picture, starring Walter Matthau as a bookie who has to take, a, take care of a young girl left as collateral by a gambler. He is helped by his girlfriend, Julie Andrews. Serial, a comedy about California suburbanites chasing fads and looking for enlightenment. Tom Horn, a Western starring Steve McQueen in his final role before his death from cancer later this year. And When Time Ran Out, a flick about a volcanic eruption starring Paul Newman, Jacqueline Bissett, and William Holden that failed at the box office and ended producer Irwin Allen's run of all-star disaster epics. A lot of news in TV this month. On the 1st of March, NBC debuted one of the most infamous flops in television history, Pink Lady, a variety show hosted by two Japanese women who couldn't speak English. How could it miss? Quite spectacularly, it turns out. Two days later, ABC premiered a somewhat more successful show that offered a different kind of variety. That's incredible. I would best describe it as the 1980 equivalent of a YouTube channel that, that has a lot of you won't believe what this guy can do, or you'll be shocked to find out what happens to this woman, videos. On the 16th, the first closed caption programs aired on National Network TV, The Wonderful World of Disney on NBC, the ABC Sunday Night Movie, and Masterpiece Theater on PBS. On the 21st, CBS aired the season finale of Dallas, on which the show's villain, J.R. Ewing, was shot by an unseen assailant causing millions of viewers to wonder, who shot JR? Until it was revealed eight months later. And on the 24th, ABC changed the name of the show they, they'd been running nightly at 11.30 since November from the Iran crisis, America held hostage, to the more generic Nightline. 
The show remained primarily focused on the American dip diplomats being held at the embassy in Tehran until they were released in January 1981. And then it continued on and covered major issues of the, of the day for many, many years, and it's still on the air to this day. On the bestseller lists, spy thrillers were doing well, such as The Devil's Alternative by Frederick Forsyth, Smiley's People by John le Carre, and Triple by Ken Follett. Other big sellers included Sophie's Choice, William Styron's novel about a Polish concentration camp survivor haunted by a decision she was forced to make, and The Executioner's Song, Norman Mailer's fictionalized account of the life and death of convicted murderer Gary Gilmore. In nonfiction, top titles included The Brethren, a look inside the U.S. Supreme Court by Bob Woodward and Scott Armstrong, Donahue, an autobiography by talk show host Phil Donahue, The White House Years, Henry Kissinger's memoir of being a national security advisor during Richard Nixon's first term, and somehow making it onto the New York Times bestseller list, The New York Times 60-Minute Gourmet by Pierre Franey. And in music, albums released this month included Def Leppard's debut album On Through the Night, Glass Houses by Billy Joel, Let's Get Serious by Jermaine Jackson, Dreams by Grace Slick, Keeping the Summer Alive by the Beach Boys, Departure by Journey, Duke by Genesis, Women and Children First by Van Halen, Look Here by 10CC, Lost in Love by Air Supply, Animal Magnetism by the Scorpions, and Let the Music Do the Talking by the Joe Perry Project. Canadian artists with released this month included Anne Murray with Somebody's Waiting, Loverboy with their self-titled debut album, and Hamilton, Ontario Garage Punk's Teenage Head with their second LP, Frantic City. And the album title of the month goes to For How Much Longer Do We Tolerate Mass Murder by the British band The Pop Group. And now to the charts. <laughs> As always, we begin below the top 40s. This week, we look at a band named after the given name of their lead singer. A few years before that name would become synonymous with a cartoon cat. At number 82 in Canada this week, it's Buffalo to Boston by Garfield. Formed in Toronto in the early 70s, Garfield was led by a singer named Garfield French. They were a prog rock band featuring such instruments as flute, banjo, and electric cello. And their stage show was, was so, elaborate, so elaborate that it couldn't fit into many of the clubs they were booked to play. In 1976, they landed a gig opening for 10CC in Ottawa, and that got them enough attention to land a record deal. Buffalo to Boston was the first single from their third album, Reason to Be. Buffalo to Boston isn't really prog. It's more like folk pop in the America vein. Let's travel along with the lyrics. Took all night long to get from Buffalo to Boston. Rode with a lady who was driving a Datsun. We talked about the old days of Hollywood and Chaplin. When Don, when Don came around, we were like old friends. She said, I've got a place down by the ocean. Sweet salt air will blow your troubles away. If you'd like a break, there'll be, there, will be, there will be no intrusions, if it pleases you. I've got some time saved and I don't, that I don't mind using. If you'd like to be alone, that's all right, too. 
I'll leave with my friends. We'll be gone for the weekend, if it pleases you. First of all, can you believe that so much time has, has passed that most people probably don't remember that Nissan used to be known as Datsun in North America? It's another fuck-I'm-old thing. And secondly, because this is a period where any soft rock might be lazily labeled as yacht rock, I'm going to make a judgment as to whether or not it actually is. And I say no. Houseboat rock, maybe. Buffalo to Boston peaked at number 77. Garfield released one more album before breaking up, although Garfield French used the name when he released the 2016 album December Roads. We start in on the top 40s, beginning with Canada's number 35, Under My Thumb by Streetheart. Formed in Regina, Saskatchewan in 1977, Streetheart originally featured guitarist Paul Dean and drummer Matt Frenette, but both had left to join Loverboy by the time they released this, the third single from their second LP, Under Heaven, Over Hell. Under My Thumb is a disco rock cover of a 1966 Rolling Stones classic about keeping your woman in line. The opinions expressed in the following lyrics are not those of the management or staff of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. Under My Thumb, a girl who once had me down. Under My Thumb, oh yeah, a girl who once pushed me around. It's down to me, oh what I say, the difference in the clothes she wears. To me, here she come. Under my thumb. Under my thumb. The squirming dog who's just had her day. Under my thumb. Oh, a poor dog. Yeah, yeah, she just changed her ways. It's down to me. Oh, what I say. The difference in the clothes she wears. To me, here she come. Under my thumb. Under my thumb. A Siamese cat of a girl. Under my thumb. She's the sweetest, oh yeah, pet in the world. It's down to me. Oh yeah, the difference when she's spoken to. To me, here she come, under my thumb, under my thumb, her eyes are just kept to herself. Under my thumb, well, I, I can still fool around with somebody else. Unfortunate gender politics aside, it's a good song, but it's defanged by the blippy popcorn-era synths and the glammy vocals. It doesn't sound like it can back up its words. This track's thumb is covered in butter. Anyone could get out from under it without much effort. Under My Thumb peaked at number 20. Streetheart had one more hit, then broke up in 1983. They reunited in 1999 and continue to perform to this day. We land in the UK now for number 33, 17 by the Regents. I don't know much about the Regents. They were British, they were three men and one woman, and Seventeen was their debut single. Seventeen is bratty lust punk. I'm old enough to read the lyrics. Seventeen and not yet a woman. So clean. Thought that you were never coming. Seventeen. Completely new sensations. Someone's dreams created your perfection. All the girls just love to hate her, and all the boys, they want to make her. They want you. Seventeen, a permanent reaction, makes your scene. Now you're caught in her reflection. Seventeen, she's a beautiful mutation. 
We sow the seeds of a future generation. Boys love future girls. And all the girls just love to hate her, and all the boys, they want to make her, want to take her home with them, because she's 17. She's only 17. Could this be love? It's in the subgenre of sad, jealous, hormonal pop punk. Along with songs like Allison by Elvis Costello and Is She Really Going Out With Him by Joe Jackson. Or even that Jilted John song I covered in my last 1978 episode. This one has a woman singing back up like a Greek chorus to his frustration. So that's a nice twist. 17 was down from a peak of number 11. The Regents had one more single that charted below the top 40, then they broke up in 1981. Like I said, there's not much information to be found on them. We make our first stop in America for the number 34 song, Three Times in Love by Tommy James. Born in Dayton, Ohio in 1947, Tommy James grew up in Niles, Michigan, where he formed a band, first called The Echoes, then The Tornadoes, and finally The Shondells. They recorded a song called Hanky Panky for a local label in 1964, but it didn't get national attention until two years later, by which time the band had broken up. Tommy, however, recruited a new Shondells. And then that group scored 14 hits, including seven top tens and two number ones, before breaking up in 1970. The following year, James had two solo hits, including the top five, Dragon the Line. But he didn't return to the top 40 until putting out this, the first single and title track from his sixth solo LP. Three Times in Love is folky pop rock that posits that the third person you fall in love with is the one you're really meant to be with. I don't know how well that actually holds up in real life, and I'm only going to read the lyrics once. She was all of a lady. You were all of 16. You were king of the mountain. She was your queen. You played in the sunshine. You danced in the rain. It was so easy when love was a, when love was a game, but everybody's three times in love. Two times ain't enough. Only one shines above. Everybody's three times in love. Lovers get older. Summer goes away. You knew that it was over, so you looked the other way. Suddenly before you, your second time around. Ah, you're older and wiser, and you're covering a lot of ground, but everybody's three times in love. Now that you're ready, she comes along. Your ways are steady, and your feelings are strong. She is all of your ladies. You are every man. You've both been waiting to find each other. Now you understand. It's a little too gritty to be Yacht Rock, but it's very different from what he was known for in his heyday. No screaming about Moni Moni, no psychedelic imagery about crimson and clover and crystal blue persuasions, no drawling about dragging some kind of line, just a middle-of-the-road love song. Professionally done, but not a standout. Three Times in Love would peak at number 19. In Canada, it got to number 64. He had no further hits, but he, but he has written a book about how he was on a mobbed-up record label in the 60s, hosted a show on Sirius XM Radio, and continues to record and perform with his most recent album, Alive, coming out in 2019. We remain in the U.S. for their number 29 song, Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin. 
Formed in London in 1968, Led Zeppelin consisted of former Yardbirds guitarist Jimmy Page, singer Robert Plant, bassist John Paul Jones, and drummer John Bonham. They were successful right out, the, right out of the gate, and their albums consistently sold millions of copies and topped charts around the world. They weren't particularly focused on singles or pop radio, but at this point, they'd still managed six U.S. top 40s, including a top five with 1969's Whole Lot of Love. Fool in the Rain was the first single from the band's eighth album, In Through the Outdoor. Fool in the Rain is a rock song inflected with Latin sounds that the band heard while watching the 1968 World Cup in Argentina. I think it's wise for me to read the lyrics. Well, there's a light in your eye that keeps shining like a star that can't wait for night. I hate to think I've been blinded, baby. Why can't I see you tonight? And the warmth of your smile starts a burning, and the thrill of your touch gives me fright, and I'm shaking, and I'm shaking so much, really yearning. Why don't you show it, show up, and make it all right? And if you promised you'd love so completely, and you said you would always be true, you swore that you would never leave me, baby. Whatever happened to you? And you thought it was only in movies, as you wish all your dreams would come true. It ain't the first time, believe me, baby. I'm standing here feeling blue. Now I will stand in the rain in the corner. I watch the people go shuffling downtown. Another ten minutes, no longer, and then I'm turning around. And the clock on the wall is moving slower. Oh, it's, oh, my heart, it sinks to the ground. And the storm that I thought would blow over clouds the light of the love that I found. The highlight of the song is the samba breakdown in the middle, complete with whistles. The band was never afraid of incorporating influences from around the world into their core of blues-based hard rock, and I feel that's a major reason why they were, and remain, both massively popular and widely influential. Fool in the Rain was down from a peak of number 21. In Canada, it hit number 12. Led Zeppelin toured Europe that summer, and were preparing to tour North America in the fall when John Bonham died as a result of a drinking binge that September, at the age of 32. The band announced that, th that they would not continue in December of 1980, and except for a couple of one-offs with different drummers, including John Bonham's son, Jason Bonham, there's never been a full-scale reunion, although Plant, Page and Plant have collaborated on a couple of different projects. We're back in Canada for number 24, Money by the Flying Lizards. Formed in Britain in 1976, the Flying Lizards were a collective of avant-garde musicians who had a top 10 hit in their homeland in the summer of 1979 with a cover of a 1960 hit by Barrett Strong. In early 1980, it began getting the song began getting airplay in North America. Money, as I said, is a cover of a song that was the first major hit on Motown Records. But unlike the rave-up performances of Strong or the Beatles, who had done the most famous cover of this song to this point, this version consists of cold synthetic synthesizer sounds and a detached, almost annoyed female lead vocal. I'll read these lyrics free of charge. The best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and bees. I want money. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. Your love is such a thrill, but your love won't pay my bills. I want money. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. 
money don't get everything. It's true. What it don't get, I can't use. I want money. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. I want money. I want lots of money. In fact, I want so much money. Give me your money. Just give me your money. This gives the song a different tone. Where previous versions made the lyrics sound like a cry of desperation for survival, this one is more like a statement from someone who has plenty of cash on hand but still wants more and is living for it to the exclusion of everything else in life. It moves the song from the streets to the penthouse. Money peaked at number seven. It hit number five in the UK and number 50 in the US. The Flying Lizards had no further hits and released a total of four albums before breaking up in 1984. We're in Britain again for the number 25 song, At the Edge by Stiff Little Fingers. Formed in Belfast in 1977, Stiff Little Fingers got attention when their er- with, with their early singles Suspect Device and Alternative Ulster, and their debut album Inflammable Material reached the UK Top 20 despite being on an independent label. At the Edge was taken from their second LP, Nobody's Heroes. At the Edge is fast, bratty punk about youthful frustration with authority. I stand on the precipice of reading the lyrics. Here I go. Never listened to... Back when I was younger, they were talking at me. Never listened to a word I said. Back when I was younger, they were talking at me. Never listened to a word I said. Always yap, yap, yapping and complaining at me. Made me think I'd be better off dead. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear no lip. Take your share. Don't shout about it. That's your lot. Remember, you're a kid. They would always teach me that to swear was a sin. Always speak your mind, but not aloud. Think of something that you want to do with your life. Nothing that you like. That's not allowed. I've no time to talk about it, all your stupid hopes and dreams. Get your feet back on the ground, son. It's exams that count, not football teams. And I'm running at the edge of their world. They're criticizing something they just can't understand, living on the edge of their town, and I won't be shot down. Taught, taught me to defend myself and to be a man. How to kick someone and run away. Gave me everything that any man, any young man could need, but don't understand why I won't stay. Here's your room, and here's your records. Here's your home, and here you'll stay. Here's somewhere I don't believe in, where someone would take it all away. Obviously, this has been a topic that has been covered since the dawn of rock and roll, but singer Jake Burns growls it like he means it. This is a good bit of boilerplate punk a good bit of boilerplate punk. Nice phrase. Had trouble saying it. At the Edge peaked at number 15. Stiff Little Fingers had one more top 40 hit and released two more albums before breaking up in 1982. Burns reformed the band in 1987, and they've been together since, releasing their 10th album, No Going Back, in 2014. the top 20s now, beginning with the UK number 17, Games Without Frontiers by Peter Gabriel. I talked about Peter Gabriel back in episode 55 when I covered his 1993 Canadian number one, Steam. Here we look at him when he had only one, when he had only had one UK top 40 solo hit, 1977's Salisbury Hill. 
Games Without Frontiers was the first single from his third album, which, like the first two, was just titled Peter Gabriel, but is now commonly referred to as Melts. Games Without Frontiers is a spooky, jagged rock song that seems to be about the creepiest children's playground ever. I'm not playing. These are the lyrics. Hans plays with Lottie. Lottie plays with Jane. Jane plays with Willie. Willie is happy again. Suki plays with Leo. Sasha plays with Brit. Adolf, Adolf builds a bonfire. Enrico plays with it. Whistling tunes, we hide in the dunes by the seaside. Whistling tunes, we're kissing baboons in the jungle. It's a knockout. If looks could kill, they probably will. In games without frontiers. War without tears. Je sans frontières. Andre has a red flag. Chiang Ching's is blue. They all have hills to fly them on, except for Lin Tai Yu. Dressing up in costumes. Playing silly games. Hiding out in treetops. Shouting out rude names. Whistling tunes. We hide in the dunes by, a seas by the seaside. Whistling tunes. We piss on the goons in the jungle. It's a knockout. Kate Bush provides backup vocals, singing the title in French, which, as I said, Jeux Sans Frontières. Although for the longest time, I thought she was saying, she's so popular. Am I alone? I'd like to think I'm not. Games Without Frontiers peaked at number four. It hit number seven in Canada and number 48 in the U.S. For more about the rest of Peter Gabriel's career, have a listen to episode 55. Now we're back in the States for song number 11, Romeo's Tune by Steve Forbert. Born in Meridian, Mississippi in 1954, Steve Forbert moved to New York in the late 70s and began playing clubs there. His 1978 debut album, Alive on Arrival, received critical acclaim, and, and it moved some critics to give him the dreaded title of The New Dylan. Romeo's Tune was the first single from his sophomore LP, Jack Rabbit Slim. Romeo's tune is piano-accented folk pop about finding solace from the, from the world with a lover. Here for art, the lyrics. Meet me in the middle of the day. Let me hear you say everything's okay. Bring me southern kisses from your room. Meet me, meet me in the middle of the night. Let me hear you say everything's all right. Let me smell the moon in your perfume. Oh, gods and years will rise and fall, and there's always something more. Lost in talk, I waste my time, and it's all been said before. While further down the, behind the masquerade, the tears are there. I don't ask for all that much. I just want someone to care. Answer right now. Meet me in the middle of the day. Let me hear you say everything's okay. Come out beneath the shining sun. Meet me in the middle of the night. Let me hear you say everything's all right. Sneak on out beneath the stars and run. It's king and queen, and we must go down, round behind the chandelier, where I won't have to speak my mind and you won't have to hear. Shreds of news and afterthoughts and complicated scenes will weather down behind the light and fade like magazines. As far as lyrical deftness goes, yeah, I guess Dylan is an apt comparison. I said apt, not fair, because that can never be fair. You get tagged with that label, you're always going to fall short. No one's going to be the new Dylan or the new Beatles or the new Stones, new Prince. 
pick your icon. This is a clever, catchy pop, pop song that didn't need to be obscured by that kind of baggage. Romeo's tune peaked at number 11. It reached number 8 in Canada. Forbert had one more lower-charting single, then never came close to the pop charts again, although he did get a little exposure when he appeared as Cindy Lauper's boyfriend in the Girls Just Want to Have Fun video. He continues to record and perform, and his 22nd album, Early Morning Rain, came out in 2020. We're back in Canada for number 20, I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. Formed in Dublin in 1975, the Boomtown Rats moved to London to get a record deal, and their first two albums produced five UK hits, including the number one, Rat Trap. I Don't Like Mondays was the first single from their third LP, The Fine Art of Surfacing. I Don't Like Mondays was inspired by, by an incident in January of 1979, when 16-year-old Brenda Spencer went on a shooting spree outside a San Diego, California elementary school, killing two staff members and wounding eight children. Lead singer and lead singer Bob Geldof learned of the shooting when news of it came over the wire of the Georgia State University campus radio station while he was giving an interview there. The song's title comes from the explanation Spencer gave for her actions to a reporter who called her whilst she was barricaded in her house immediately after the shooting. The shooting. Here are some of the lyrics. The silicon chip inside her head gets switched to overload. And nobody's going to go to school today. She's going to make them stay at home. Daddy doesn't understand it. He always said she was good as gold. And he can see no reasons. Because there are no reasons. What reason do you need to be shown? Tell me why I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. I want to shoot the whole day down. The telex machine is kept so clean, and it types to a waiting world. Her mother feels so shocked. Father's world is rocked. And their thoughts turn to their own little girl. Sweet 16, ain't that peachy keen? Now it ain't so neat to admit defeat. They can see no reasons, because there are no reasons. What reasons do you need? The piano and strings arrangement makes the lyrics stand out more, enhancing the shock value. Is this a valid exploration of a mind that is capable of such an inexplicable act, or an exploitation of real-life tragedy to get attention? You could argue both sides, but it's a, this is a song that sticks with you regardless. I Don't Like Mondays was down from a peak of number six. It hit number one in the UK, but only number 73 in the US. The Boomtown Rats didn't make the top 40 in Canada again, but they had five more UK hits before breaking up in 1986. Singer Bob Geldof is now more famous for organizing Band-Aid and Live Aid than for this or any of his solo music. In 2013, the band reunited and they released the album Citizens of Boomtown in 2020. We're into the top tens now, starting in Canada with number seven, Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles. Formed in London in 1977, The Buggles consisted of bassist Trevor Horn and keyboardist Jeff Downs. They got a record deal two years later, and Video Killed the Radio Star was the first single from their debut album, 
the age of plastic. Video Killed the Radio Star is a synth-pop ode to the old days of radio, when it was the primary source of home entertainment before the advent of television. Listen to the lyrics. I heard you on my wireless back in 52, lying awake, intent at tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through. Ua ua. They took the credit for your second symphony, rewritten by machine and new technology. And now I understand the problems you can see. Ua ua. I met your children. Ua ua. What did you tell them? Video killed the radio star. Video killed the radio star. Pictures came and broke your heart. And now we meet in an abandoned studio. We hear the playback, and it seems so long ago. And you remember, the jingles used to go, Ua, ua. You were the first one. Ua, ua. You are the last one. The lyrics lament the passing of an era, while the music helps usher in a new one. A very interesting dichotomy. But a catchy pop song is timeless, and this certainly is one. Video Killed the Radio Star peaked at number six. It hit number one in the UK and number 40 in the US. In 1981, the song took its place in history when its video was the first clip played on MTV. The Buggles didn't chart again in North America, but they had two more hits in Britain and put out one more album before breaking up in 1982. Downs then joined the supergroup Asia, whose debut album went to number one and produced the top five hit, Heat of the Moment. Trevor Horn, meanwhile, concentrated on producing and formed a record label that would launch the careers of Frankie Goes to Hollywood and Seal. The the Buggles have reunited for a few one-off shows in the 21st century, but otherwise, Downs is still with Asia, and Horn recently toured as part of Dire Straits Legacy, a band that includes many of the non-Mark Knopfler members of Dire Straits. We're back in Britain for the number 10 song, Captain Beaky by Keith Michelle. Born in Adelaide, Australia in 1926, Keith Michelle moved to London in 1949 to study acting at the famous Old Vic Theatre School. He acted on stage, film, and television throughout the 50s, 60s, and 70s. He also dabbled in singing and managed one top 40 hit in 1971. In 1977, he recorded two tracks on an album called Captain Beaky and His Band, Volume 1, a collection of poems written by actor Jeremy Lloyd and read over music by various British celebrities. In late 1979, BBC Radio 1 DJ Noel Edmonds played the title track on his show, and the response resulted in it being released as a single. Captain Beaky tells the story of the titular bird and his group of heroic animals who saved the for- their forest from dangers, such as a snake named Hissing Sid. The story is read dramatically over bombastic, classical-style music. Gather round while I-, while I regale you with part of this ripping tale. The bravest animals in the land are Captain Beaky and his band. That's Timid Toad, Reckless Rat, Artful Owl, and Batty Bat. They march through the woodlands, singing songs that tell how they have righted wrongs. Once, Hissing Sid, an evil snake, kept the woodland folk awake in fear and trembling, in fear and trembling every night. 
in case he gave someone a bite. Said Artful Owl, we'll lie in wait, and one of us will be the bait. Said Captain, Be said Captain Beaky, have no fear, for I alone will volunteer. No, make it me, said Reckless Rat. I'll stand there in my reckless hat. When Hissing Sid picks up my trail, I'll just lasso him with my tail. Oh, good idea, said Timid Toad. We'll hide a long way down the road. And when you've overcome resistance, we'll rush along to your assistance. Said Batty Bat, I've got a wheeze. I'll fly and hide up in the trees. If Hissing Sid should slither by, I'll drop a boulder from the sky. Said Artful, said Artful Owl, the idea is sound. But how will you lift it off the ground? Poor Batty Bat just scratched his head. I hadn't thought of that, he said. Said Owl, the rest of us hold back. There's only one that he'll attack. Said Timid Toad, I like your plan. Good luck, said Owl, for you're the man. So Timid Toad, his eyes a-popping, into the woodland night went hopping. Captain Beaky waved his hand, followed by his trusty band. That's Artful Owl and Reckless at Rat. And above the trees flew Batty Bat. So the rest of the story goes like this. Timid Toad hides in what he thinks is a hollow stick, but actually was hissing Sid himself. He hops along to explore the inside of the stick, which causes the snake to hop along with the toad, making him dizzy. Captain Beaky and company eventually catch up and remove their friend, who doesn't realize what happened. Timid Toad is a hero! Yet more proof, as if you needed it, that when you explore the British charts, things can get weird. Captain Beaky was down from a peak of number five. Michelle recorded two more tracks for Captain Beaky and his band Volume 2, but the single The Trial of Hissing Sid fell short of the top 40. Michelle, keep, con Michelle continued acting and even had a recurring role on Murder, She Wrote in the late 80s and early 90s. He died in 2015 at the age of 88. We're back in the U.S. for number seven, Cruisin' by Smokey Robinson. Born in Detroit in 1940, William Robinson Jr. formed a group called the Five Chimes as a teenager. That group later became the Miracles, signed to the fledgling Motown Records, and became one of that label's biggest acts of the 1960s. Robinson left the group in 1972, and during the remainder of that decade, he had three solo top 40s, while also serving as Motown's vice president. Cruisin' was the first single from his ninth solo album, Where There's Smoke. Cruisin' is a silky yacht soul pickup ballad. Let's take a ride with the lyrics. Baby, let's cruise away from here. Don't be confused. The way is clear. And if you want it, you've got it forever. This is not a one-night stand, baby, so let the music take your mind. Ooh, just release, and you will find you're going to fly away. Glad you're going my way. I love it when we're cruising together. The music is played for love. Cruising is made for love. I love it when we're cruising together. Baby, tonight belongs to us. Everything's right. Do what you must. And inch by inch, we get closer and closer to every little part of each other. Ooh, baby. So let the music take your mind. He's a lot more laid back than in his Miracles heyday, but it works. He had become a mature yet smooth lover man. And no matter who you are, you might get seduced just a little bit 
from listening to this. Cruisin' was down from a peak of number four. It got to number 66 in Canada. Smokey Robinson had five more hits in the 80s, including three top tens. Famously, he reunited with the Miracles for a performance on the Motown 25 TV special, which I covered in, appropriately enough, episode 25. He continues to record and perform, and his most recent album was 2017's Christmas Every Day. We'll recap the top tens and look at a number one right after this. The Old Man Yells at Music podcast now has a Patreon. Yes, if you like this podcast so much you were moved to financially support it, now you can. There are different tiers with different rewards, such as early episode access, the ability to vote on future topics, and bonus episodes about extra songs from the charts I cover, other charts from other years, genres, and countries, and even the biggest hits of the 21st century. And you can even pick an episode topic for me at the top level. So if you're interested, go to patreon.com and search Old Man Yells at Music. Or click on the link click on the links to the show notes, my social media posts, or the blog at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Help me yell more at more music. Become a Patreon subscriber today. It's time to recap our three top tens. First, let's go to Canada. Number 10, Why Me by Styx, the Chicago band's sixth top 10 here. Number 9, This Is It by Kenny Loggins, his second top 10 here. Number 8, We Don't Talk Anymore by Cliff Richard, Sir Cliff's seventh Canadian top 10. Number 7, Ladies Night by Cool and the Gang, the New Jersey Funksters' first Canadian top 10 hit. Number 6, I Don't Like Mondays by the Boomtown Rats. Number five, Do That To Me One More Time by The Captain and Tennille, their sixth and final Canadian top five. Number four, Please Don't Go by, by Casey and the Sunshine Band, the fifth single by the Miami Band to top both of our North American charts. Number three, Rock With You by Michael Jackson, his fourth top ten up here. Number two, Coward of the County by Kenny Rogers his second Canadian chart topper. And the number one song in Canada this week was Crazy Little Thing Called Love by Queen. Their second number one here. Now let's look at the British top 10. Number 10, Captain Beaky by Keith Michelle. Number nine, Together We Are Beautiful by Fern Kinney. A UK number one for a singer from Jackson, Mississippi. Number eight, So Good to Be Back Home Again by The Tourists, the second and last top ten for Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart's first band. Number seven, Rock With You by Michael Jackson. Number six, Take That Look Off Your Face by Marty Webb, the first top five for a London singer and actress. Number five, I Can't Stand Up for Falling Down by Elvis Costello, his second top ten. Number four, Carrie by Cliff Richard his 44th UK Top 10. Number three, And the Beat Goes On by The Whispers, the biggest hit here for a soul group from LA. Number two, Coward of the County by Kenny Rogers. And the number one song in the UK this week was Atomic by Blondie, their fourth UK number one. 
And now America's top 10. Number 10, Another Brick in the Wall, Part 2 by Pink Floyd, their triple crown winning rock classic. Number 9, Working My Way Back to You by The Spinners, the Detroit Soul Group's sixth top 10. Number 8, Rock With You by Michael Jackson. Number 7, Cruisin' by Smokey Robinson. Number 6, On the Radio by Donna Summer, her 10th top 10. Number 5, Desire by Andy Gibb. The sixth top 10 for the Bee Gees' Little Brother. Number 4, Longer by Dan Fogelberg, the biggest hit for the man from Peoria, Illinois. Number three, Do That To Me One More Time by the Captain and Tennille. Number two, Yes, I'm Ready by Terry Desario and KC. The Miami singer had her biggest hit with her friend from the Sunshine Band. And the number one song in the USA this week, and the one in our spotlight, was Crazy Little Thing Called Love by Queen. I talked about Queen back in episode 42 when I covered their hit from later in 1980, Another One Bites the Dust. Now I'm going back just a little to look at a single that, just like Another One Bites the Dust, was taken from their eighth LP, The Game. Crazy Little Thing Called Love is a retro rockabilly number that Freddie Mercury was inspired to write by his love of the early work of Elvis Presley and Cliff Richard. Call me crazy, but I think these are the lyrics. This thing called love, I just can't handle it. This thing called love, I must get round to it. I ain't ready. Crazy little thing called love. This thing called love. It cries like a baby in a cradle all night. It swings. It jives. Shakes all over like a jellyfish. I kind of like it. Crazy little thing called love. There goes my baby. She knows how to rock and roll. She drives me crazy. She gives me hot and cold fever. She leaves me in a cool, cool sweat. I gotta be cool. Relax. Get hip and get on my tracks. Take a back seat. Hitchhike. And take a long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. Crazy little thing called love. Freddie definitely adds an Elvis swagger to his vocals here, and Brian May's guitar playing perfectly captures the same sort of vibe. 50s revivalism may have been big in Britain at the time, but these guys proved you, you could do it and still come off as contemporary artists and not just nostalgia peddlers. Crazy Little Thing Called Love was on the second of four weeks at number one. It also hit number one in Canada, but barely missed a triple crown by stopping at number two in the UK. For more on the rest of Queen's career, go back and listen to episode 42. So, how to sum up the pop music of March 1980. The remnants of disco will stu- were still very much present. Big rock bands of the 70s were also starting the new decade strong. But new wave acts with electronic sounds were offering a glimpse of po- into pop's future. But one constant remained. Britain was making something that you would never think of as a pop song a big hit. <laughs> Now it's time for Old Man Yells at You. First, I'll recommend one of the albums that were released in March of 1980, Frantic City by Teenage Head. To describe them as the Canadian Ramones would be sort of accurate, but would also give them short shrift. Then try The Best of Steve Forbert, What Kind of Guy. See if you think there was more gold in his prime than just Romeo's tune. 
And finally, look up some clips of Pink Lady, or as it was sometimes referred to, Pink Lady and Jeff, due to their American co-host, Jeff Altman. Was this a worse idea than the Brady Bunch's variety show? You be the judge. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or on the blog post for the episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I will link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get some bonus content, including mini-episodes about Disco on 60 Minutes, the band Fear on Saturday Night Live, and the Monkees on the Johnny Cash Show. And of course, that means you can also make my charts, just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, it's another chart show. This time, we'll be looking back at the spring of 1996. That's over a half a lifetime ago for me. That's not right. Can it? Is it? Anyway, until then, I'm Roger Stroop, saying, Free Hissing Sid, and stay safe. <laughs>